Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Welcome back. And we are doing number 33. This would be Thursday, second day Yom Tov. And we just saw that he explained to us how we don't rely on miracles. Part of your hishtadu, part of your effort is, even if Hashem told you, you still don't rely on a miracle. You do what you can in order to make sure that I'm within the natural way of the world. And now he tells us, the same way I told you by life and death that a person should rely on certain things or put himself into dangerous situations. Cain, so too when you're going after any kind of health whatsoever. Amazon going after money, or trying to get clothing, or a place to live, or any good qualities that you need for life itself, and stay away from anything that would be the opposite of those things. Meaning that you have an obligation to know that this is what I'm doing in order to stay healthy, in order to provide food for my family. And to stay away from those things, business deals that are shady, things along those lines where it could just take and wreck everything. In Beirut Monato, however, and here's the here's the kicker, with a clear understanding, that, let's face it, it's not that you're doing anything. A person may think, look, I'm doing my hishtadlut, so I'm doing my job, or I'm running to keep healthy, or eating healthy foods to remain healthy. And a person may erroneously tell himself, yeah, no, I'm doing that, and this is this is like my part. And if I don't do my part, then it's like, like it's not going to happen. No, no, no. It's happening. Meaning, Hashem is the one providing those things. And Hashem is the one providing the health and the money and everything. Yeah, but one second, didn't you say that I'm not allowed to rely on it and have to do it? Yeah, yeah, no, you have to do it because he explained to us that there's hishtadlut, that there's effort that has to be done. Why? We saw before, to be challenged in order to gain schar, etc., etc. There are all those things that Hashem says to not remain just uh, dormant all the time and lazy that will end up being rebellious nature within you. You have to do those things because Hashem decided that you don't rely on miracles and that you have to take care of yourself. But who's the one providing all of that to happen? It's Hashem. It's not you. The Sheish Mitzvot Tamidio, the six constant mitzvot are the things that really keep that value going inside your head the whole time. That I'm doing this because Hashem created me for a purpose. I'm doing this because Hashem is giving me life. And even this thing that I'm doing, it's all Hashem himself. Now, Chavot now is going to want to talk about how you have this interplay between Ishtadlut and Bitachon when it comes within livelihood. So, let's see it. For example, you have a farmer, and he's got to plow his land, he's got to clear out all the thorns, and then he's got to sow the land. That means to like uproot all of the soil over there, and then im is and then to irrigate it. If you need water, and at the same time, you have to trust Nashem to make sure that it'll be fruitful, to make sure that bad things don't happen, the, the sun doesn't come and crack it, there isn't too much rain that will flood anything out. So that the crop will come up and then he'll be able to thank Hashem for it. Now, he can't just say, well, if Hashem's doing it either way, let me just leave this land fallow. That's the word, F-A-L-L-O-W. Let me just leave the world, the land fallow, and um, I don't have to work it at all. And that's it. Hashem will take care of the bitchon al-gezer te-bore, shetatzmiach adama, built the Israel shekodam lo. And uh, yeah, I'll rely on Hashem. 
and then it's going to give out uh, everything it's meant to give out, even without putting any seeds inside it. When it comes to people who are just, you know, craftsmen or merchants or businessmen who are doing their work, that they are mitzuvim, they're commanded to go to go find their to go find their sustenance. With the trust, knowing it's Hashem, because let's face it, sustenance is all in the hands of Hashem. And Hashem is there to guarantee that the person will get it. In whichever way Hashem decides a person will get it. So you're not going to have and think that um, these means are affecting it in the slightest, 37. Although a person puts an effort to earn a living, as Hashem expects him to do, he must understand that his endeavor is not what brings him his livelihood. Rather, Hashem will provide his needs in whatever manner he deems fit, whether through the endeavor he chooses or via some other channel. Meaning that you're putting in all the effort and it can come to nothing. And then from someplace else completely, all of a sudden there's a windfall of money. We have to understand and appreciate Hashem wants an effort from you for many different reasons has been discussed, but not because you are making the money at all. And if the money does come to him by one of these things which he went and put himself, he shouldn't come to go and... Uh, have bitachon on that way of going about and saying, now you know, I found a way, and then have simcha inside it. And then to go into like intensify himself with it and say, yes, this is the way, and put his heart and everything into it. Because let's face it, the more you go and you put and you say, oh, my money's coming from there, it's lacking in that trust of Hashem. At the same time, he shouldn't think um, that he'll be able to make more than what Hashem has ever promised him to make. And he shouldn't rejoice um, and think to himself that, oh, I made such a great idea and I was so successful. You were supposed to thank Hashem. You gave this to me. And that, Hashem, I exerted myself, this is true. And what happened over here in my exerting is that you were the one who kind of opened my eyes to this money, to this business, and then flushed this money, flushed this business full of money for me. It's been you this entire time. And that there's more money coming than I expected, than I expected. You always plan to give me this money from Rosh Hashanah time. I haven't gone more uh, than anything that possibly could have been because it was you all along, Hashem. It was not me. That when you eat from your labor, then you're going to be praiseworthy and that it's something to give praise towards Hashem. Like one of the Hasidim have said, I'm I'm shocked that somebody who gives to his friend what Hashem has already decided that he should have. And then he goes and says to him, you know, I'm the one who gave it to you. You know, I'm the one who gave you that thing. I'm the one who gave you that business. I'm the one who gave you that donation. 
are you talking about? It was Hashem. It was all along it was Hashem. And you have to thank me. You have to go and sing my praises all the time. And says the Chassid, I marvel even more. I'm shocked even more. Somebody receives his 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 income from another person who had to give it either, baby, and then he has to humble himself to him, and flatter him and praise him and just and just keep on going in a way of making yourself almost like a servant to an Avodah of another person. It was Hashem all along who came with that. Of course, you have to give praise in a way of thanks. Of course, you give covet to somebody who's come along and done that. Of course, you show a certain amount of 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 akarat tatov, but not to an extreme to think that he's the one. And if somebody's money doesn't come by that way that he chose through the business that he found, if if it isn't working, after he needs to tell himself it's possible that the money that was supposed to come came to me beforehand. It's already in my possession. Maybe I took it earlier, or maybe it's already here and I don't know about it. Or that others will come through with it for me. But that a person should not have, oh, that was already uh, tomorrow's day, a person should not think that Hashem's forgotten about him. And he should not think that a person has to go and make himself. And over here, he has a beautiful piece here on the bottom. How much time do we have left? It's already nine minutes. Read this piece on the bottom, showing proper appreciation to see how that interplays with each other, of showing appreciation to others, but at the same time, not making them into your Avoy Dezara. Have a great day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.